welcome to Two Minutes and Beyond, the podcast where we review the Toy Story movies two minutes at a time. I'm Bianca Garcia, and this is Macy Ball. Hello. Hello. Our guest from last week is back. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself again? I sure would. I'm Anthony Strand, and I am super excited to talk about Scud this week. (laughs) (laughs) Great, because in this episode, we're talking about minutes 69 and 70 of Toy Story. Yes, some really good minutes. I mean, all minutes in this movie are good. But. <laughs> Every single time we're like, these are really good minutes. Not, that's <laughs> Every they, single episode. <laughs> they, well, they could put it on the poster. Not a bad minute, right? <laughs> exactly. There's not a bad minute of Toy Story. Mm-mm. Well, shall we yep. get started? Let's do it. Okay. These two minutes start off with Woody and Buzz running to the fence to see Andy's mom's van about to leave. Woody yells quick and runs into the van, but Buzz is stuck uh, with the rocket. It won't fit through the fence. Woody climbs onto the van's back bumper and looks back to see that Buzz is stuck, but Buzz tells him, just go, I'll catch up. Woody thinks for a second about what to do and then decides to go back to help Buzz just as the van begins to drive away. Woody pushes Buzz down so that he can fit through the fence and they both run towards the van just to realize that it's too far away. I love that after this whole movie of Woody just being such a jerk to Buzz that he actually, he decides uh, instead of staying with the van, which would have meant that he for sure ended up with Andy, he goes back to help Buzz instead. Because he doesn't know whether or not he's going to get back, but he's like, my friend. Yeah. All right. That's the that that's the new post handshake status quo for Woody and Buzz, right? Like <laughs> that. But I mean it though. Like like th- I think that that means yes. something to Woody. You know, like right. Yeah. They are officially friends now. He would never feel right. Like he, you know, he tried to. Mur- he did. Okay, I think he tried to murder Buzz. Some people disagree. I with think him. so too. Right? Like <laughs> he he acts like he didn't, but he totally did. Like pushed him out the window. I mean, I know he pushed him behind the table. Still, behind the table to be lost and gather dust and essentially die. Um, so it was aggravated assault with a vehicle. It totally was. It totally was. So, so like, but it, but it really is huge that now he could be free of Buzz forever. Right, exactly. Be, Buzz tells him to leave. And he doesn't. He turns around. And it goes back and saves him. And I also love the the animation of Woody pushing down the rocket and then pointing it forward <laughs> to go out of the fence. It's mm-hmm. it's like such a such a cute like a it, the physics of it seems so convincing, and it's adorable. Yeah. Like that's that's why I love that. That's it's, so mm-hmm. funny. It's just this like little like boop, boop, you know. It's like getting a kid's head out of a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, in the audio commentary, originally, like when Buzz was stuck, they they said he was going to say like Woody, I'm stuck. Like, come help me. But then they decided to change it because at that point they felt like you should be more giving, and like by this point in the movie, they should be like constantly helping each other. Right. Yeah. Instead of it sounding like Buzz is too dependent also. Yeah, like they should, you know, be acting 
selfless, selflessly. Right. Yeah. Right. You, you, you might even say that Buzz has a friend in Woody. Yeah, exactly. Right. One, one I think you're the second person to make that joke on this podcast. <laughs> Was that right? Yeah. Well, I think you, our. You might even say I that think... Buzz will go sailing some more with Woody. <laughs> yes. Oh my word! Yes. Once yeah, we get think... to the end of the movie, we've would have said all of the cheesy jokes. <laughs> right. So strange thing. I thought you would both laugh because that's the third song. <laughs> strange things. Well, I I'm was about sorry, to say just it. one strange thing. <laughs> there, yeah, right, right. Um, no, but uh, Woody and Buzz are good buddies, and I'm glad they're friends. That's all. Me too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, goodness. Shall we move on to the next little tidbit? Absolutely. Oh, um, the the van has. I mean, we we've talked about the van's license plate before, but it's just a one one three. Oh yes, I do like that fun little tidbit. I like looking for that in all the the Pixar movies. I like looking to see where they stick that. Mm-hmm. Right, which my daughter notices now. By the way, really, my my, my daughter is seven, and when we were watching Turning Red. She was just like, Dad, A113. And I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> That's great. That yeah. is great. She has mm-hmm. her her wonderful, cringy teenage years to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> probably true. Probably true. It is. Every little girl goes through the most horrific, cringy stage of their mm. life. But it's... <laughs> It's one of the most like freeing moments of your life. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. I yes. s- I still haven't seen Turning Red. I need to sit down and you watch You need that. to see it. It's great. I, you know, seeing it, I'm like I remember being there. I remember being this like awkward and feeling the way that May feels. I'm like, "Oh, I remember that." That's what that's what my wife said. I could too. also still be in my cringy phase. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I it's a, a slightly off topic, but as long as we're talking about turning red, I'm so glad that Pixar has started cranking out original movies again. Like that's 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 four yes, originals yeah. in a row. You know, like it yeah, was I really like the, that too. Like in the 2010s, it was four originals all decade long, and seven like six sequels and a prequel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's been Onward, Soul, Luca, Turning Red. Like, that's the first four movies in the 2020s. Mm-hmm. And they're all original. I don't think they're all masterpieces, but I think they're all better than Cars 3. <laughs> oh, I liked Cars 3. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean... I, I mean, I kind of have a soft spot for the for the Cars movies anyway, but that's... That's another. That's that's off topic. Sure. <laughs> You're like that's yeah, a you different can, podcast. You can, that, <laughs> you can do that in the in the second one when you do kachow minutes at a time. Yes, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just change it to two minutes and kachow. <laughs> two minutes and kachow. Yeah, there it is. You got three there more we go. Yeah, <laughs> I I I request to come on the part in two when Bruce Campbell gets tortured to death. 
The strangest <laughs> moment. Oh yeah. The strangest moment in any Pixar movie is when a car gets it's tortured to so death. Weird. Like, it's weird. Bananas. That is. Yeah. I mean, I, know. I, I. That that movie is kind of like a. I don't know if guilty pleasure is the right word for it, but like it, I enjoy the movie even though it's like objectively bad. Yeah. Oh sure. No, I. I mean, I. I, don't, I can see but that. I, I it is it. a guilty yeah. pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. What? So what? What Shall else happens in Toy Story? Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. At the 24-second mark, a huge truck drives up from behind, and they both drop to the ground between the tires as it drives over them. Once it passes, they see the back of the truck and realize it's Andy's moving van. Buzz says, come on, and they run after it. Scud, who has been sleeping on Sid's front porch, wakes up and sees Buzz and Woody running along the road and growls. Buzz gets close enough to the moving van that he's able to jump and use the strap hanging off the back to climb up. Woody tries to grab the strap and misses. Buzz encourages him, you can do it, Woody. And Woody manages to grab it and starts climbing up just in time for Scud to catch up with the van. Scud takes hold of Woody's leg with his teeth and Woody yells, get away, you stupid dog, down, down. And Scud (laughs) kicks Scud's snout with his other leg. Buzz says, hold on, Woody. As Scud pulls harder and Woody loses his grip on the strap. Holding on with just one hand, Woody says, I can't do it. Take care of Andy for me. And yet Buzz yells, no. Jumps onto (laughs) Scud and pulls the dog's eyelids up and (laughs) releases them, which makes him let go. But he's like one of my favorite scenes because it's so dramatic and it's just toys. (laughs) Well, like it's 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 so violent. Like it it seems like like especially knowing how easily Woody's arm comes off in the second one. In retrospect, it it's seems because Im- of this mm-hmm. moment exactly. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. Loosen it up, <laughs> but like it seems impossible that Scud wouldn't bite his leg off here. Like it's oh my gosh, I know, I know. I'm like this dog. Either either Woody's got like an amazingly strong grip, <laughs> or this dog is not pulling as hard as he could be. <laughs> oh but it, my look, gosh. But it looks like he is though. That's the thing. Yeah, like it's so yeah. intense. Um, and you hear like it sounds like fabric ripping, even though I mean he's obviously not ripped apart, but that's what it sounds like. Right. Like his seams are tearing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Also, there's several points where I'm like, Buzz, you're close enough to Woody to like grab his arm and pull him up. Although I guess at that point, like Scud would still have him in his mouth, so maybe that wouldn't work. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It, it is a little <laughs> bit of a missed opportunity that Buzz doesn't use his karate chop action to. To oh, hit yeah. Scud on the head and I make know, him drop Woody. I know, he could have smacked the dog. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, like, that that would be a good sign that he's fully embracing his status as a toy, right? Mm-hmm. Using his karate yeah. chop action. But, which That's so funny because <laughs> I actually do that with our dogs. With uh, We have a little dog that has a bunch of stuffed toys and he has a Gumby. And the Gumby's little arm is sticking out. So when I grab the Gumby, I kind of like slap the dog's face with the Gumby. (laughs) Not hard. It's not animal abuse, but to mess with him, like, ha, I'm slapping you. (laughs) My poor little dog. (laughs) Oh, so 
Can can we talk about how Scud is a hideous monster? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I'm sure you already <laughs> talked about this, but he's just like I don't know if it just was that they couldn't design an animal that looked like an animal at this point. You know, because like because yeah. like Buster, like four years later, Buster is adorable. Buster is the sweetest and cutest like buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and Scud looks like a homunculus. He's just. <laughs> He's just awful. Like, like his eyes are just these like weird balls, like protruding out of his head. Like it's, there, you can like. He is a a pretty gnarly dog. So awful looking, which which I think is fine. I I think it works for the character. Yeah, like I guess for like. 1995 CGI, it looks fine. Right, right, and and I know that it's just like, I think I, I think the actual toy animation. Holds up so well. It, like, obviously, it doesn't look as good as any of the sequels, but like, it's yeah. still so charming. And like, Woody and Buzz feel like Woody and Buzz. And, you know, I mean, all the other toys, Lenny, you know, like RC, all these guys are so cute. Yeah. And then Scud is and then just there's this. Scud. Like, yeah, Scud <laughs> is like a cutscene from a PlayStation game. Yes. You know, like, he's then- just, it's not good. And then, I mean, we've we've probably talked about it to death at this point, but like all the humans mm-hmm. look oh, gosh, terrifying. The <laughs> right. Well, to, to if the you point look at them too close, <laughs> right? Well, it's to the point where Andy's mom is unrecognizable in Toy Story Three as as the same yeah. person from this movie. Yeah, even in even to some degree in Toy Story Two, I yeah. think as well. Yeah. Right. Well, Toy Story, like it's, it looks like a different mom. The leap between <laughs> Toy Story and Toy Story Two, like quality of animation wise, is wild. For for that only being uh, four yeah. years, you know. I mean, f- obviously four years and a studio that had a smash hit movie that made them a lot of money that they could spend on, you know, R and D basically, right? Yeah, but I I feel like they probably learned a lot from. Making Bugs Life as well, yeah, right? Oh yeah, right. Because that movie is all like, an, it's all animals. I mean, they're like shiny, plasticky animals, of course. But yeah, and they're like they're I mean they're like cartoon versions of bugs. So right, Whereas but still, Scud is a nightmare version of a dog. <laughs> yeah, he's like the dollar store version <laughs> of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this yeah. poor animal. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and like, but I mean, obviously, like, it, it helps that Woody and Buzz are terrified of him. Like, obviously, spoiler alert. I we would have, be too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but like, obviously, spoiler alert, we have the joke at the end where, oh, Andy got a dog for Christmas. Like, then they're expecting it to be Scud. And that's why they look at each other like that. You know? Yeah. Like, that's what a dog is. This, this like, creepy beast who tries to eat them and... You know, yeah. <laughs> look, look, looks radioactive. He does look pretty radioactive. I'm pretty sure that he was found at like Chernobyl or something. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's where Sid moved from. Inexplicably. <laughs> that's why they're so like terrible off. looking. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of all glowing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I don't know, I think I think Hannah looks much more like a person than Sid does. Hannah she's, does. She's Hannah looks a little more normal, even yeah. though she's kind of wonky looking. She doesn't look as 
bad, I guess. Yeah. Like, they actually tried with Hannah. They're like, okay, this poor little girl is not do anything bad to her. <laughs> right, right. Well, but I mean, like, obviously, Sid, too. It's the same thing where, like, he looks like an alien because he's a bully, right? He's a bad guy. <laughs> and um, there was a scene earlier in the movie. I think it was when Mom asks Andy if he wants to go to Pizza Planet. Mom's arms just look like Barbie arms. They yeah. do. <laughs> but that... And I was like, man... <laughs> No, you're right. Although that scene is saved by Andy's excellent delivery of just one. Yes. <laughs> Which is one of my three favorite Andy line deliveries in the movie, right? Which are, har har, funny mom. Just <laughs> yeah, one. I love that too. <laughs> and, and best of all, it's, it's coming right up. I'm kind of bummed that I have to miss it. But here in the car. Which yes. is, is like an Andy. Like I spent every time I'm in the car and like I find something. It's just here in the car. You know? yeah. <laughs> and that's my whole life. That's since I was 11 when I first saw this movie. Yeah, it's a very quotable movie. It is. And, and like even stuff like that, that is not anything, you know, like shouldn't shouldn't be memorable right. dialogue. It's just like burned in my brain. But as a child, your little kid brain is like, I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. Right, right. <laughs> Right. And then, like whenever I say buy house. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. It's that exact same thing. Yeah. And that's Andy. Oh I, don't my know, goodness. I don't know what the magic of Andy is that like, you, you know, and of course, <laughs> I mean, to- Toy Story 2 you'll get to, but can I, can I say my favorite Andy thing from Toy Story 2? Yes, please. Sure. I forgot. You're broken. <laughs> I don't want to play with you anymore. In the dream oh sequence. my gosh, that's my favorite too. <laughs> so oh gosh, good. it's Which like I... the saddest part of the movie. <laughs> right, just, right. Well, besides Jesse's part, but the saddest right, part right. for Woody. <laughs> yeah, right. Which I I believe was actually that dream sequence was actually like repurposed from like a deleted scene from this movie, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, oh, yeah right. I think that's and I right. absolutely hated it because it was roaches instead of like toy parts. Yes. <laughs> Because oh, we yeah. watched huh. it when we got to around that section of the movie. Sure. It's really weird. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but ever since I was a kid, like when Buzz or when Woody says, take care of Andy for me. And Buzz says, no, like I know what he means, but it's it always <laughs> right. made me laugh as a kid. Because it sounds right. like, right, it's like, you're dead, like, cowboy. Like, no, no, I refuse. Not gonna take care of <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's my world now, oh, cowboy. Right. oh my gosh yeah no i thought that too as a kid i was like that's really rude (laughs) there's also there's a license plate on the back of the moving van that says mly 1k9 and i looked it up and that's a reference apparently to um it says it means molly 1k9 which is apparently a reference to uh, Pixar's once resident sheepdog. I guess somebody at Pixar had a sheepdog named Molly. Well, that's oh. cute. And so is yeah. is, Mo- is Molly the character in this film also named after that sheepdog? I don't know, but that would make sense. Yeah. That's really interesting. I never knew that. Yeah, it also has uh, on the front of the van um, there's the same Two, I think it's two license plates that we talked about 
on the on the semi truck in the gas station. Oh yeah, that like right. I I I couldn't f- figure out if they were. I mean, I'm sure they're referenced to something, but I couldn't figure out uh, what it was. One of them says El four nine nine four, and then the other one says DF three four four three. So mm-hmm. it's like two letters, and then. Uh, two numbers and then the same two numbers reversed on both mm-hmm. of them, which is weird. Huh? Yeah. I don't know what they're referencing. <laughs> that is interesting. Maybe it's like somebody's initials, and then they're just like, "Well, let's just switch these two numbers up, just <laughs> out of randomness." But I kind of don't want to believe that because Pixar puts so much detail into every little thing, and they put so many Easter eggs. I'm like, it's got to be an Easter egg. I kind of thought maybe it was like, like you said, the two initials and then maybe like the person's, like the year they were born and then like that year reversed. But I don't know. I I meant to look it up again before we recorded this and see if and try again to see if I could find anything else out or anything out about that. And I, Mm -hmm. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) It happens. I, I I do love those Pixar Easter eggs though. Like when I went to see when I went to see when I watched Turning Red on Disney Plus, I was hoping that there would be mm-hmm. a scene where they watch Monsters Inc. on VHS, but they don't. <laughs> that would have been great. Oh, I would have loved that so oh, much. Oh yeah, because that's around <laughs> yeah, that it's set in two thousand two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But just I was just like say, just like or Finding on TV Nemo, or but Finding you know? Nemo was the next year. Right. Yeah, Finding Nemo wasn't out yet. That's the thing. Monsters Inc. was the new hotness at that time. I love Monsters Inc. Yeah, it's great. We should watch that. One of my favorites. We should watch that two minutes (laughs) at a time. We should fire up minutes one and two of Monsters Inc. right now. (laughs) Have you seen the show Monsters at Work on Disney Plus? Yes, it is adequate. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. (laughs) Yeah, like it's fine. It's it's like nice to see that world again and stuff, but. You know. Yeah, I was like, I I started watching it. I I was watching each new episode as they came out. I was like, I wh- why should I care about these characters? I yeah. don't know. But then by the end, by the end, it hooked me. Yeah, but it's yeah. not like it's not anything revolutionary, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we watched. I still it, have yet know. to see it. That's. I mean, it's it's. I don't know. I li- probably like it better than Monsters University, a movie I'm not crazy about. Personally, for whatever that's worth. That's my guilty pleasure movie. As yeah. bad as it is, I actually like it. <laughs> sure. I mean, I, I don't think it's well, like a disaster or anything. I just, I think it's weird. It's that, not the funnest movie. And it's, yeah. it's college. Like, kids don't want to see college. <laughs> right? you, we've talked thing. about it. <laughs> we've talked about it many times, but you relate to Squishy's mom. I love Squishy's mom. <laughs> she is my spirit animal. Yeah. I feel like her soul embodies me. <laughs> Especially the, the car scene. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Where she where she's listening to her tunes and it's just like screamo yes. metal. <laughs> That's me. I'm like, don't come ride with me because you will be subjected to that. <laughs> Metallica. Yes. Shall we move on? Should we go yeah. back to talking about this movie? Yes. <laughs> Okay. At the 1 minute 21 second mark, Woody climbs up into the moving van and tries to open the door at the back. The van stops at a red light and the door suddenly flips up. 
sending Woody up with it. Woody looks around and sees a box labeled Andy's toys. Meanwhile, Scud throws Buzz under a car. In the moving van, Woody opens a box containing Slinky, Rex, Mr. Potato Head, Ham, and Rocky, who are all surprised to see him. Woody pushes the box into the side of the van and starts looking through another box. Ham says, what's going on? What's he taking? Woody says, aha, there you are, and pulls RC out of the box. Potato Head wonders, hey, what's he doing? Woody puts RC at the edge of the van, and two, the two minutes end there. What a cliffhanger, you know? Like What a literal cliffhanger. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, uh, uh, often on our podcast, we talk about, uh, it'll be frustrating because a clip cuts off right before we get to something good. And, like, right. can... Can can I say the thing that Rex says right after this, or do you, do you want to save it until your next episode? You can say it. Yeah, you okay. can say it. Right. So what Rex does is he goes, he's at it again. It's <laughs> one of my favorite jokes in the whole movie. <laughs> that like old 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 murder and Woody, like back up to his old tricks, um, <laughs> back up to his shenanigans. <laughs> right. But so Just like killing toys. <laughs> right. Like I said, though, I was watching this with my two kids. And I said that. I was just like, oh, man, we didn't get to hear. He's at it again. Oh, you know, that's, uh, that's so frustrating. <laughs> and then, like, my kids wanted to watch the whole movie. So we did that weekend, like, last weekend after mm-hmm. after we watched the clips. And when this part was coming up, my daughter, Iris, who's seven, was just like, Dad, you're going to miss He's at it again. Get out here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right. That's too funny. Oh my gosh. And it, and it was very satisfying. I love Rex. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. It, Rex it's is been one of my a while. Faves. Yeah. It's it's been a while on the show since we've since we've seen Any um, of those guys, all of Andy's yeah. toys. Right. It's, yeah. nice. it's nice to see them again. Right. It feels it like is. it's been a while. Sure. Well, and, I feel and like that's... it's been at least a couple months. Because <laughs> it was like the scene, like the, the scene, scene where they're right? talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, yep. well, and and that's one of those things where I know, again, uh, speaking of, of moving right along, guests will often say, oh, I wish I'd, you know, they'll come on and say, I wish I'd gotten to see this part or this character. And I've mm-hmm. never really known how they felt until now. Because, like, <laughs> I, you know, like, Mr. Potato Head's barely in these minutes that I came on to talk. Was my favorite character yeah. in, in this movie, certainly, Mr. Potato Head. Oh, love Mr. Potato Head's great. I love him. I mean, you're welcome to talk about Mr. Potato Head if you want to. <laughs> well, so there's the joke. Obviously, there's the joke where he says, what are you looking at, you hockey puck? Which is, yes. I'm sure you talked about. That's like Don Rickles' shtick and all that. But I mm-hmm. remember, like, I thought it was hilarious as a kid. Anyway, just, what are you looking at, you hockey puck? And the puck shrugs, you know. And, and, and yeah. I'm from North Dakota, so it's a big hockey state, you know, and all that. <laughs> but... Like seven, eight years later, when I found out that that's a Don Rickles thing, I was just like, this is the greatest joke in the history of cinema. How did, <laughs> how did they do this? You know? There's so many things that they've added into the movie. And I think that part that they've done that, like, was so, like, refreshing to the adults, too, because they're like, hey, we get this reference. And they added so many references just so that they could connect with the adults, too, right. instead of it just being like, oh, we got to sit an hour and a half in this kid's movie. Right. Although, although very smartly, I think, 
it it all is also entertaining for kids. You know, like there are some of these movies. Oh yeah, like mm-hmm. it, especially there was like the post Shrek DreamWorks movies, right? Your your Shark Tales, your B movies, you know, some of that stuff where like so yeah, many of the yep. jokes are like just a reference to a thing that adults might know and kids don't understand right. it. And that's why nobody talks yeah. about those movies anymore because they're not yeah. good and nobody enjoys watching them. <laughs> you know? Well, it's Jeffrey Katzenberg who's like he when he was at Disney, he you know kept pushing uh, the story goes that he kept pushing for this movie to be like more just more and more edgy, like more edgy, yeah. more edgy, and then right. it got to that point where we've talked about it several times where it was uh just like it, it was terrible like Woody was totally unlikable that it was it was too edgy yeah sure yeah. but yeah that's why dreamworks that all that stuff is the way that that it is yeah. right right oh i know and, I, and yeah. I think i think dreamworks eventually made some very good movies you know i love i love mm-hmm. kung fu panda i love how to train your dragon whatever but it it took them a while because they were so obsessed with that like, uh, hey, we're, we're the hippest in the room, and all that stuff. Right? Is yeah, like un- they felt like they had me. to be the edgy version of Pixar. Yeah, and like clearly it worked. Shrek Two was like the most successful animated film of all time up to that time. You know, you know like it's I love garbage. Shrek Two. That's oh. one of my favorites. <laughs> But because it's not like it didn't need a sequel, like Shrek Two was just like, why did you make this? And that's why I just I I love bad movies. Sure, sure. I I feel bad that I'm just like, oh, Shrek Two is garbage. Thanks for having me on your podcast. No, I Um, mean uh, it is garbage. (laughs) I just like garbage movies. (laughs) Sure, sure. I mean, I like to hear John with Cars too. Yeah. It's great. I mean, I can even tell you, I love the '80s Super Mario movie. I like that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> it's so awful. It's very bad. I still need to watch that at some point. It is. Oh well, I mean, it's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. It's so much fun, but it's just awful. Yeah. There's. A, if oh, here's the thing, if you if you enjoy Super Mario Brothers movie, can I make a recommendation? Please do. So there's a movie, I think it was released in 1989, called Arena, about, oh. Steve, about Steve Armstrong, the first human to fight in the intergalactic arena in 50 years. And he fights against a spaceman named Horn, and oh it's all good. Um, it's none, none good, but also all good. And yeah, it's so bad it's good. It's so bad it's good. And it's like, you know, like it's like on YouTube now. I mean, you know, it's just like a direct direct to VHS movie from that time. I'm gonna have to look but that up. It has that like sounds horrendous. Yeah, it is. I, I think you'd enjoy it very much. Um, because it has some of that same like weird why is any of this happening energy that, that yeah. Mario Brothers does, you know? Oh my so that's gosh, so that's, that's Arena fantastic. directed by Peter Manugian, which is fun to say. I sure am gonna write that down. <laughs> All right, awesome. Let me know what you think if you get around for my to weekend it. watching. All right, yes. <laughs> I I feel bad for for RC because like the last time Woody 
you know, did anything with him was when he pushed him behind, when he was trying to push Buzz behind the desk. Yeah. And now what he's just, like, grabbing him, he doesn't know what's going on. (laughs) Like, what he's about to, like, push him over the side of the van. Well, and, like, he's, like, looking around nervously, like, while this is happening. Like, we see his eyes shifting. Mm Mm-hmm. Like what it really like it's like a little dog that you woke up from a nap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Woody could have taken two seconds to be like, Buzz is back there. Uh I'm gonna try to grab it. I mean, they probably would have believed him, but like <laughs> Right. They probably right. would have thought this man's gonna finish him off. <laughs> right, run right. him over. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> what a <laughs> What an awful situation, I know. (laughs) It is. I'm very excited to see how it gets resolved next time. (laughs) Which I'm not on that one. I'm just excited to listen to your episode when it comes out. That's the only (laughs) way I'll I'll find out. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I also have a little tidbit here that says there's a heart on the tree that has the names Mitch and Diane. Yes, I noticed that in the in the last shot where um but well the very last shot on the tree off to the side you see a heart carved into it and it's got Mitch plus Diane written That's on so it. That's so cute. And we 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 don't know who Mitch and Diane are. Uh I haven't if if they I'm I'm sure they are real people but I haven't uh I didn't even I didn't think to look it up. I should have done Maybe that. it's uh like one of the artists and he's like, "Oh, I love my wife." Yeah. Ah. I hope so. <laughs> I sure do hope so too. Mm-hmm. Did you find something? I heard you type in away. I was typing but I didn't find anything. Okay. <laughs> I googled Toy Story Mitch and Diane and all it all it did was talk about something in Honey I Shrunk the Kids that I didn't understand. Oh goodness. Anyways. <laughs> So, in the audio commentary, they talked about how the Army Man sequence was the first sequence they produced, but this whole, like, chase sequence was the last one they produced, which they did on purpose because they knew it was going to be a huge scene, and they knew that by the time they got to it, they would have, um, like, better techniques to be able to handle Mm -hmm. everything involved. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, according to Bill Reeves, they had to create about, like, six blocks worth of houses for this scene. And there were, like, 20 different house models that they all, like, modified in different ways. And uh, William Cohn did a lot of the design. And Lauren Carpenter did the technical creation. And they, um, let's see, Evan Otsby did a lot of work, like, laying out the world and creating a system. So that they could like mix and match all of the trees and houses and like different parts of houses and everything. And um, apparently there are 267 shots in this scene. And like every, they said like every shot or like chunk of shots was different. Hmm. So it's a very technically impressive scene. That is very yeah, impressive for, sure. for 1995, especially because you don't pay attention to the houses. You're not. You know, like, oh, that house is the same. Like, you're actually involved in what's going on, but that's that's the Pixar detail that they put in. Yeah, but the, and, like, if that detail wasn't there, you would notice. Yeah, or it would, would feel different. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Right. Yep. So a lot of work went into this scene. <laughs> right. Speaking speaking of which, we didn't talk about Eggman movers being an Easter egg, right? An Easter egg about eggs. Oh yeah, we talked about it in uh, in a previous oh, episode. Oh but sure, we because we, we saw yeah. the moving truck. Um, yeah. So you, yeah, I mean, you um, Ralph Eggleston and all that. Your your listeners have already yes. heard. Yeah, we we don't need to rehash it. I'll, <laughs> I'll just say that I I'll just say that I really love for the birds, which he directed. Um, oh yes, yes, I do that's too. Good short. I think that's I remember really fun. seeing that in the theaters when I saw. Uh, Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. Was that That's the one? right. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. do like that short film. Yeah, it's great. It's a delight. <laughs> and then he never directed anything else. He's been working as a production designer at Pixar still to this day, but it's the only thing he ever directed. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know why. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Do we have anything else to say about this clip? Uh. I don't. I'll just say that so Scud wrap it up. <laughs> I'll just say that Scud hates Woody and Buzz so much. That's all. I'm done. He does. He really does. He's like, you know what? I got a beef with you. I don't know why. But I'm gonna go it's bite like, your leg off. <laughs> it's that dog instinct that a lot of dogs have that my dog has of like anything that's small and like running around. Gotta <laughs> right. to go get it. Yeah. Gotta go right. hunt it. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, since we are at the end of our uh, two minutes, let me go ahead and ask you a couple of questions. Please. What is your history with Toy Story and which one is your favorite? All right. So um, I've, I've touched on some of this stuff. I saw Toy Story in the theater on my 11th birthday. Ooh. Uh, December 30th, 1995. So it was already like a month old. And I knew I had to wait until my birthday. Like that was <laughs> what my parents told me from the start. You know, I was like, I want to go see Toy Story. You can see it on your birthday. Uh, so me and a few of my <laughs> friends went to see it. Like had a sleepover and went to see Toy Story. But my history with Toy Story really starts when I read about it in Disney Adventures magazine in the summer, probably in July or August or something. Because I was a subscriber of Disney Adventures. And they said, you know, Disney's next movie is all computers or whatever. I mean, it wasn't even like an article. It was just like a sidebar thing. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. It's a it's a movie about toys. And it's so shiny. I have to go. <laughs> you know? And so I was just, I was obsessed. Even before I saw it, I just wanted to go so bad. And I didn't get to go until my birthday, Christmas break, you know? And... And then I loved it. I I immediately declared it my favorite movie that I had ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then in those days, the VHS didn't come out for like nine months or something. That VHS, yeah, it I took mean, do forever. We, do we do, do do we know the release date of the VHS for Toy Story? I'm gonna look it. It up. was in '96 for sure. Yeah, yeah. but it was so, like late '96. I'd say about right, like I think, August, yeah, September. Right, because I believe I was in sixth grade. But yeah, let's see. Um, October 29th, 1996. So oh, yeah, wow. like a, like 11 months after the movie. And mm-hmm. so so I'm in 6th grade and I have such a distinct memory of renting the movie from our our local video store which was closed on Sundays. So you rented on Saturday, you got two nights for the same price. Very nice. Yeah, but so we watched it on Saturday. I watched it again on Sunday and then on Monday I faked sick 
so I could stay home and watch <laughs> Toy Story two more times, two more times. And I did. So I watched it four times that weekend. And then um, with like, I don't remember, birthday money or something, it was the first movie I ever bought with my own money was Toy Story on VHS. That's a good purchase. Yeah, it was. And I, yeah. watched, it, I watched it all the time. We all, you know, I got, I have three brothers. <laughs> And my older brother probably wasn't that into it, but my two younger brothers sure were, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and then a few years later, the, when I I bought a DVD player with my own money, with my paper out money, and the Toy Story Ultimate Toy Box DVD with the three disc set, that was the first DVD mm-hmm. I ever bought. Um, and wow. then yeah, and then Toy Story three was the first Blu-ray I ever bought. That's all true. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> And I wish, I wish in retrospect that I had not purchased any digital movies until I got Toy Story Four, but that that didn't happen. My first one, was, oh, yeah. my no. first one was Force Awakens, I think. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's my history with Toy Story. Is I was obsessed with it. I've I've always been obsessed with it ever since. Think about it all the time. You know, like I said earlier in this episode, I think about like just one all the time or whatever. <laughs> you know. Um, Pull my string. The birthday party's today. Um, just whatever. <laughs> just any line. It's in my right. head all the time. You 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 can relate. Um, we do. Yes. Right. <laughs> but then even though I'm talking about Toy Story 1 all this time, what's my favorite? Toy Story 2 is my favorite. And it's that is fa- a good one. It's my favorite Pixar movie. Still, I think it's I think it's the greatest. I think it's like a perfect movie from the from the mm-hmm. Buzz video game opening through like all the callbacks to the first one to the scene where jerry from jerry's game paints woody like mm-hmm. yes what a great movie it's just, it's perfect and like jesse is <laughs> jesse is such a great addition you know like to to, oh, to i the, love jesse to the point where it feels kind of strange that she's not in this movie now you know like yes yeah it's just like she's just such a such a core part of the gang mm-hmm. um so that's two and uh, like I don't know. I I hope you'll have me back for two, so I can so I can talk about something. Oh, there for too. sure, yes. absolutely, yeah. So I can talk about bullseye. Bullseye is the opposite of Scud, by the way, because he's because <laughs> he's adorable and he's like the sweetest. He's buddy. a beacon of sunshine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I love that's bullseye. my that's, yeah. He's so good. Everything. <laughs> Toy Story two, man. In the the bloopers. What a great movie. Oh, I love the yes. bloopers. Those are my favorite. So good. But my son hasn't seen it yet. He refuses. He just wants to watch one. He's only seen Toy oh Story one. He's only four. I <laughs> mean, he's so little. But like, oh, he'll grow out of it. Eventually, he'll want to see the other ones. Right. Well, because like we were home just the other day. His preschool was closed, so I was home with him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you want to watch Toy Story 2? And he's like, no, Toy Story Toy Story 1. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So that's what we did. But. But yeah, so that's, that's my, so funny. That's my brief history with Toy Story. Very cool. Yes. Well, should we wrap it up? Well, is there anything you want to plug? Oh, uh, yes. Again? Do you want to plug anything? I mean, same stuff I did last time. I, I mentioned I, I co-host Moving Right Along on toughpigs.com, a podcast yes. over there. And I write for them sometimes. So if, if I can plug one article that I'm very proud of. Uh, last year I wrote a moral, a moral last year. I wrote an oral history of Mo Frackle, an obscure Muppet <laughs> monster. And I talked to the, uh, the builder, the performer and various other people who've worked with the character over the years. 
Uh, and it turned out really well, I think. It's just, if you want to read a deep dive into the history of one Muppet monster, uh, check it out. I, I wrote that last year. And it might be my yes, favorite thing I've ever done. It's a great article. I love oh, th- it. <laughs> thank you so much. It's definitely one of those things that I worried like I was the entire audience for it. But then, yeah. but then we I, I've gotten a lot of of really nice comments, positive feedback about it. So so I'm really I'm really glad that it worked out. I'm glad I'm glad those guys were willing to participate in it, you know, and everything like that. So mm-hmm. so yeah, ch- check that out if you're a huge nerd. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. We're gonna put it in the show notes and everything. All right, awesome. Yes. Yeah, and if you if again, if you like this format of reviewing movies two minutes at a time, check out Moving Right Along. For sure. Thanks. Was that was well, that a, was so that a Janice reference or not? Podcast. Bianca, I couldn't tell. Wait, what? You said for sure. Was that a Janice reference? From the Muppets. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. James sure. the Muppet. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I'm all like, yeah. I've just been saying for sure for like the past 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry. I'll, I'll let you finish. Oh, my God. No, well, thank you well, for being on our podcast. Yes, thank you it's so, been so much, much for fun. having me. Yeah, it was, it was such course. a blast. I loved it. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely let you know when we start the Toy Story 2. Awesome. Yes. Can't wait. Alrighty, well, thank you for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts and send us an email if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns. And if you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.